0: Welcome to the Blue Zoo, a podcast all about life at the United States Air Force Academy. If you're interested in attending the Academy or you know someone who is, be
1: sure to check out www.academymissions.com. I'm Ryan. And I'm Reese. And today we had the absolute pleasure of interviewing Cadet First Class Olivia Gillingham.
0: Olivia is a senior at the Academy and she's been a part of the, uh, she's been a part of USAFA's jump team, the Wings of Blue, for yeah. her cadet career. Um, and she's had a lot of awesome experiences with that, and she shared a lot of them with us.
1: Yeah, and and aside from being part of the the Air Force skydiving team, the Wings of Blue, she also talked a lot about finding that team aspect in the military and kind of one of those reasons that she wanted to come to the Air Force Academy.
0: Yeah, and and one of the biggest experiences that Liv shared with us was her preparatory school experiences. Before coming to the Academy, she went to uh, a semester of prep in Northern California, and
1: she said that that was one of the most impactful things for her. Yeah, definitely. Going, going back to that team, team aspect, something she really found going to Northwestern Preparatory School in California was finding that team aspect and finding um, a way to work hard and finding those people that she wanted to be a part of with that team. Yeah, so Olivia was an absolute gem to have on
0: the show. Yeah, uh, she's very kind, very humble. So we're glad that she couldn't make it out. Uh, and without further ado, here she is. This is Liv Gillingham.
2: So I went on a trip to Austria with my cousin, um, and she was 23 at the time, my current okay. age. And she is a nurse in the Air Force. And okay. uh, we just got to talking about her lifestyle and the mission that she has. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. And um, I've always played sports growing up, so I really like the team aspect of things. Uh, but the, I was playing softball at the time, and I didn't want to play softball in college, but I still kind of wanted that team aspect. Uh, so her name is Ingebritt. And I was talking to her about her Air Force career, and that just sounded like the best of both worlds, to be able to have that, like, team aspect as well. Um, and she was serving the people that are serving our country. Like, she was serving them in, a like, a medicinal capacity, which I think is absolutely amazing. Um, you know, it, it'd be great to be a doctor for civilians, but ultimately I want to serve people who are serving us overseas, you know? Yeah. Um, so I saw that in her and I really wanted to do the same thing. So I applied and didn't get in the first time, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, really.
0: (laughs) How did you take that?
2: Um, I kind of expected not to get in the first time. I was kind of a social butterfly in high school. So my SAT scores weren't the best. I had a really good GPA and like good extracurriculars and all that stuff. But, um, SAT scores kind of lacked a little bit. Yeah.
0: That last like part of it. Yeah, exactly.
2: So, um, I, yeah, I got my denial letter and I was like, okay, I deserve that. <laughs> it kind of stinks, but I it. deserve it. Um, and then about a month later after I'd already committed to, um, UCSB in Santa Barbara, um, yeah. I got a Falcon letter and basically it said like, Hey, choose from one of these seven prep schools. We'll send you here for free. Um, you'll go to school and then if you don't, you know, or if you do well and you don't screw up, like we'll take you back to the academy. Um. As a class in 2020. So yeah, that's what I did.
1: What prep schools did you go to?
2: Northwestern Prep. Okay. hmm It's a it's a really small one. It's on in the mountaintops in Crescent, California. Mm-hmm. Um, a really really great prep school.
0: What was that experience like? Like prep school?
2: Oh my goodness! Well. We, I would venture to say that I had more freedom here as a dually than I did there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there for four months, and we were allowed to leave, I, I want to say, like four, maybe five times. Um, it was at the top of a mountaintop in Crestline. Um, it was just a really small community. We lived in dorms, so I lived with 14 other girls in a single building, which was just so much fun. It was such a great time. And um, there, we did a lot of vocab. We learned how to memorize things. Um, we... Learned some quotes, I think. We did PT. Um, the leaders were Mr. and Mrs. Durbeck. And they were just kind of like parent figures there almost because um, it was them and us. And there were about 70, 72 of us, if I remember correctly. Um, and it was just it was an amazing experience. I met my best friends there, um, people that are going to be in my wedding in the future, you know. Um, and those bonds were made on that mountaintop.
0: Yeah. So. Would you say that prep school made you more or less excited for the academy? Like a whole year of it?
2: Oh, more excited. So I was only yeah. at prep school for four months. Oh, is um, that how Northwestern does it? Mm-hmm, that's okay. how Northwestern does it. And then I moved to Santa Barbara and lived there and did um, a semester of school there. But what I learned mainly from Northwestern was, like I said, it was a social butterfly in high school. So, But it was kind of, in high school, it was kind of like not that great to be good at school. I don't know. It was kind of a weird thing. Like you were kind of, it was... Not cool to be smart, okay. In a way,
0: Um, as high schools, yeah, you know, high schools can be
2: exactly high schools know
1: everything. (laughs) Yeah, so
2: I I got to uh, prep school, and I met a girl named Chloe. She's one of my current best friends, and I watched her, and she worked so hard in her studies, but she was cool, like she wasn't weird, and she was fun. Don't usually, you know, yeah, exactly. Like she wasn't a nerd, and I was like, I can work hard, (laughs) I can be smart, and I can be fun. You know, I can be that mm-hmm. person. And it was after I met her um, and other people there, too, that I realized, like, this is these are the kind of people I want to be around. And it was mainly that component. And I held on to that while I was at Santa Barbara as well, um, knowing that, you know, Santa Barbara was fun and everything, but ultimately I wanted to get to the Academy to be with those people. This is weird. I, like, want to ask you guys questions because that's how conversations You can ask us work. questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, no, you go, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So you guys are directs, right?
1: Yeah, I think both of us are. Yeah. So what what
2: yeah. was that like? Cause did you have any like doubts kind of when when yeah. you were here?
1: Yeah, I I applied to all the academies, okay. and I think every single one was like, "You're absolutely not going to get in." Like they literally they literally told me like, "You're not." So I was I was surprised when I got in actually. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, "Yeah, you're not going to get in." Like um, your score, like you said, same thing. Like my GPA was high. I had so many extracurriculars. My SAT and ACT were pretty, honestly, pretty low. Like. Like, not terrible, but they were pretty bad. And they were like, yeah, you're not you're not going to get in. And, like, I went to my – even my interviews for nominations, and, like, my senator was sitting in, and, like, the old grumpy guy from West Point is like, you're not getting in here. Like, <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> put in, it's because I put West Point last on the list, you know. Oh, yeah. Because Air Force is, you know, Army and um, Navy play for second, obviously. So. Now that
2: I think about it, my West Point guy was kind of angry, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> I was
1: like, this <laughs> old and salty. Like, yeah, he was a little old like, and
2: salty. My Air Force yeah. guy was all, like,
1: <laughs> yeah. grumpy.
2: Yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm.
1: But honestly, um, part of it was just, like, there wasn't a ton of people in my area. And, um, and then I, I like, was always like, Air Force, Air Force, Air Force, mm-hmm. Air Force. So um, I also, like, talked to my senator and got to know them a little bit. Okay. And they liked me, and then they nominated me here. And I actually ended up getting into all the academies, um, which I don't know how. Like, like yes, they for, all seem to, yeah. to be like, you're not getting in here. We're not taking you. Yeah. But then somehow, I think just by chance, That's um, awesome. I got in here, and here I am. Yeah. So I'm very mm-hmm. grateful, to say the least, you know.
0: I was kind of a special case, personally, um, because I didn't apply anywhere else but the academy. Oh, uh, yeah, like I was looking at all the colleges. And I'm like, wow, there's so many good opportunities, but I only want this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think I was also kind of a lazy senior. I didn't want to go right. through the application process of different schools. Mm-hmm. So I, I just said, hey, academy all the way. Uh, and, and I got it, thankfully. Mm-hmm. I, I think a big part of that is because I came from a very small town.
1: Yeah, yeah and Ryan is smart and cool. You know. Yes, so you're look at smart that. and cool. I, I didn't know. have to go to prep school to learn that. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I hope, you know, hope I'm cool because I'm definitely not smart. So. <laughs> I think you're cool, Reese. Thank you. I appreciate it.
2: I mean, you're all right. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess going from prep school, so you went to prep school and then you see Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Lucky. So lucky that's yeah, cool. And great. then um, coming to the academy, what does that change like? Because you said you're not from a military family, right?
2: No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm the first. Like I said, I had a few cousins, um, yeah. My cousin Ingebritt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm the first one in my immediate family to join the military, which is kind of cool. I guess.
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, so that changed from, I guess, just like none of that. I mean, and and NWP, do they give you kind of any of that military training or... No, it's just, just not at all. Academic.
2: No, the most well, it was academic. And it was, I guess, it was kind of military, uh, like customs and courtesies. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember the first day we got there, they were like, "You will address us as ma'am and sir." Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Uh, beyond that, that was pretty much it. I mean, really? we were we're definitely held to a high standard. Um, I mean, looking, it was like four years ago now, so I'm trying to remember, but um, I just remember having to be on my best behavior. Um, and so coming to the academy, that portion was not new to me. But when we started marching and doing military stuff, right. I remember I was like, whoa. What were
0: you expecting?
2: I d I don't know. I was being expected <laughs> I was I was expecting to be yelled at a lot, which doesn't phase me. Like right. and I expected yeah. to do a lot of push ups, which, you know, you can do a lot of push ups is fine. Yeah. And so that didn't phase me at all. That didn't surprise me. You know, I was I remember being on the bus actually and it was super quiet, um, and we were sitting. I was just like, it was before they like called you to right. attention to sit at attention. And I remember like smiling and trying not to laugh because you know I've seen the videos. Like, yeah, they yell at you on the bus. And I was They're like, out there. Everyone knows what happens. They gonna, exactly. Yeah. I was like, when are they gonna start yelling? They haven't started <laughs> yelling yet. Oh no, <laughs> what's gonna happen? Um, and I was like, Olivia, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh, because then you, you don't want to be you don't want to be called out. So.
1: Uh, you off?
2: I, I was suppressing my smile, but it was it was tough. It was really, really tough. I had to kind of like try to look out the window a little bit and like look, put my head down. Yeah.
0: First year at the academy. Second year at the academy. Yep. How were those two years?
2: They were great, honestly. They were great. Um, very busy and yeah. kind of you know looking like I'm a senior now. So looking back, and I look at the load that I had as a freshman, and you know back then I thought that was hard, but now it's it's amazing how much you grow in four years. But uh, freshman year, I kept myself busy. Um, I played club volleyball. Uh, I was in blue Bards of the theater group, uh, which is really fun. what squad were you in? Five. Five squadron five. Yep. Wolf Over pack. in Vandy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Vandy Tower. Vandenberg. Yeah. It was it was a prime location <laughs> for a four degree for sure. Um, and then summer after freshman year, I took jump, and then I applied for the wings of green that August. Um, I got picked up, and I was on the Wings of Green until May of sophomore year, um, and then I upgraded to uh, the Wings of Blue, what we call Blue Suited. Um, so now that's the team I'm on, the
1: Wings of Blue. Okay, can you go a little bit more into, like, what that is? Yes. So, like, yeah. Yeah, the Wings of Blue and the Wings of Green. Yeah. And I'm the application, explain. the summer, the summer program, mm-hmm. all of that.
2: Yeah, for sure. So... Um, you have to take 490 over the summer in order to apply for the Wings of Green.
0: And that's from your freshman year to your sophomore year. Yes. Correct? Yep. Yep.
2: And so you, so you take jump and then you apply. It's a written application. It asks you a lot of questions like, you know, what challenges have you overcome or and why do you want to be on the team? This, that, and the other. Um, there's a GPA cutoff as well. And so you have a paper application and then you send that in, um, and then they review it, and they bring down about 70 people um, out of, I don't know, maybe like 200, 250 applicants. They bring down 70 for a day of tryouts, um, which is a day to get to know somebody. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after that, you find you find out very shortly after that whether or not you made the wings of green. Um, and then you're on the wings of green, and that whole upgrade year.
0: How many people are typically selected from the seventy?
2: Uh, About 30.
0: 30? Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah. So 30 people. And then you use that entire nine-month-ish time frame to learn how to skydive. And you learn how to skydive. You learn how to um, be a jump master, which is really cool. Um, What is that? So a jump master is the person that is in charge of sending you out of the airplane. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when I was taking 490 um, during the summer, the jump masters were the cadets um, who trained me. Um, I was in their element, so they instructed me on all the emergency procedures uh, and the basic free-fall procedures for parachuting, and then they sent me out of the plane. So they made sure my gear was all good and everything was safe, and then they sent me out of the plane for the first time on my own to skydive and deploy my own parachute. Yes, Yes, and the academy is the only place in the entire world where your first skydive can be solo by yourself by yourself and you are trained by is other that a cadets. hard
0: can be or like is no it is it is it is by there's yourself. no option yeah there's okay. no, no we're,
2: we're not <laughs> jumping out with you <laughs> you're on your own yeah so we train you and then we send you out of the plane i remember as a jump master sending my first student out of the plane and like watching them and i was like i really hope i checked all their gear correctly <laughs> as they're like falling from the plane
0: what are the safety procedures for that how do you just trust someone jumping out of a plane for the first time
2: so we train them. They have uh, over 40 hours of ground training, mm-hmm. um, and we just grill them on their bold face knowledge. They, the first day they show up to training, they get a sheet um, with, a, a, I think there's like five columns of bold knowledge, and there's different emergency procedures. So what do you do if you have ribs, holes, and tears? You know, immediately execute SOS procedures. Well, I can't even talk. SOS Uh, procedures, like throw arch look, pull arch check. So there's a bunch of different verbiage, and I could like rattle off the whole EPs. I've been doing it for three years now, but um, yeah. So, and you train them, and then they're evaluated twice. Um, We put them up in a harness, and we have some distractions to kind of try to simulate that stress environment that they'll be under. when you know they're falling from an airplane (laughs) um and then once they pass those they're good to go and we give them at least every jumper gets at least three gear checks before they exit the plane
0: so what are you what are you doing now
2: so now um i'm on the demonstration team so um last semester i got to travel to canada korea and wisconsin um to do demonstrations um In Canada and Korea, I did uh, air shows. In Korea, it was really cool. We jumped with the Korean Air Force team. That was a really, really cool experience. Um, And then in Wisconsin, I jumped into the Green Bay Packers Stadium, Lambeau Field. Um, That was really fun, too. So. That is the demonstration side. Um, Currently, I'm still an element leader. So uh, right now I'm teaching seniors on how to jump out of airplanes. So over the summer, we teach the rising sophomores. Right. And then during the school year, we teach seniors, which is really cool because I'm, you know, I have a couple of my best friends are in my element right now, and I get to train them and send them out of an airplane. So it's a really special opportunity.
0: Yeah, I signed up for the senior jump myself. Did you? Yeah, just because I I didn't get it this uh, last summer. Okay. I did did the U of A program uav program oh yeah. yeah
2: i've heard good things about that program yeah it
0: was fun um but yeah unfortunately i didn't do jump so i'm i'm really looking forward to senior year oh it's gonna be yeah. so much especially because it's gonna be people in, in my class teaching mm-hmm. me uh, do you jump into the academy games then
2: i do yes so okay. i did um i did a bunch of i think i did three or four um home demonstrations yeah. last semester for the football games Those was really fun were they
0: were they falling with the flags Yep, yeah. we, had the,
2: we had flags. Um, I don't, did we do streamers? I don't remember. But yeah, definitely we did flags Yeah, for those. Those are, those are my favorite. Um, those ones, and then I did a, uh, a demonstration in my hometown, which was really, really special last semester. But those are my favorite because you know the people who are watching you. So the pressure is yeah. on. <laughs> you have to hit the 50 because <laughs> people are watching you that know
0: you. That'd be so, kind of wild. Like my whole family... Watching me fall Mm -hmm. from a plane, you know?
2: So, yeah. So, I'm from uh, Camarillo, California, and there was a little air show uh, in Camarillo, and my entire family came out. And I'm the youngest of four, and I have uh, two nieces and one nephew. And so, they all came out, and my Nana was there, and... Um, some of my mom's friends and my really close family friends were all there, and I got to jump with the big American flag, so the 800 square feet of pure freedom, right. What we call it, <laughs> um, into this air show in front of my entire family and some friends, and it was just, it was the most surreal experience. Wow. And there was a there was a woman singing the national anthem too.
0: While you were falling, mm-hmm. wow! Yeah. You must be a rock star
1: back home.
2: <laughs> well, uh, with my family, <laughs> with my family. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, so I was just going to ask, so the Wings of Blue, um, there's about 30 cadets, um, you know, juniors and, and seniors that are on the Wings of Blue. Is Aren't there also enlisted in officers um, that, yes. that help run the program kind of at the airfield yes. of the academy?
2: Absolutely. I'm surprised you know that. That's yeah, so th- great. Yeah, I took
1: jump this summer. Oh, <laughs> that's, right. I, know that's a, a... <laughs> I know a little bit. <laughs> Who's your so, element leader? Matt Lavetri.
2: Oh, I love Matt. Yeah, he's great. great. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, yes, there are. There's some senior, uh, there are some NCOs down there, some officers, which is really a unique experience because the 98th flying train squadron is an operational air force squadron. So they're like, they are assigned to that squadron. Um, and we as cadets have very limited interaction sometimes with, you know, the big air force, but being a part being, you know, I'm a cadet, but I'm also like a part of that squadron, the operational squadron. It's such an amazing opportunity to get to interact with the officers and the NCOs and everything. But yes, the NCOs, um, are primarily the ones who have, like, trained us, you know, to get our A licenses, B, C, D licenses, whatever it may be. Um, and then the officers are normally the ones who f- are flying the airplanes.
1: Okay. Does any, Do any of them ever jump with you?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Really? All okay. the time. Yep. It's super fun. Um, we'll do formations or when we're learning how to, you know, jump as wogs or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll jump with us. And the commander sometimes gets a jump in. Um, she's really busy though. So it's hard for her sometimes yeah. to, to go jump. But yeah.
0: Liv, you're a senior graduating at the end of the semester. Oh, and how many, goodness. okay. I know that's a big question on its own, <laughs> but how many jumps have you done? First of all?
2: 583.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Is, is that a big number? I don't know.
2: Um. So you have to get, it's a, it's a Yes, that's a. I mean, it's a typical number for a senior uh, demonstrator who's on the demonstration team, because you have to get 500 to get your professional professional demonstrator rating,
0: which you have, I assume. Which I have. Yes. Yep.
2: So you get your D license, your professional uh, rating, um, demonstrator rating, and then you're able to like jump into NFL stadiums and other various Mm -hmm. uh,
1: venues. So how many jumps do you get um, as a WOG during your sophomore year?
2: Um. I think I blue-suited, so blue-suited meaning completing a wog year with just under 100 jumps. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think maybe like Mm -hmm. 85-ish.
1: Okay, and you guys take a, uh, I have a friend on the team, so I hear a little bit about it. Who's your friend? Um, Jeremy Moran. Oh, I love Yeah, so I I know a little Mm -hmm. bit about it, and uh, James Jason, I know too, Mm -hmm. he's a... But you guys go on a spring break trip every year, right? And we I hear that's how uh, Wogs get a lot of jumps in, right? Yes. Okay.
2: Yes. That's when I would venture to say Wogs get the most jumps. So my year, uh, we traveled on the Christmas trip. Um, but the current year, um, the 22 twoer Wogs. They mm-hmm. did not go on Thanksgiving or Christmas. Okay. So this is going to be their first trip. And I'm really excited because the whole squadron goes. The sophomores, the juniors, the seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all going in training. And it is just out in the middle of nowhere and you're bleeding and tired and (laughs) dust all over you because you're training so hard. Um, and it's just, it's so much fun. I'm really excited for them to have the opportunity for the first time.
0: How many jumps do you think you'll get over spring break?
2: Uh, probably not that many. Not that because many. as a senior, it's my primarily it's my job to um, help coach up the wogs, right? So I'll do some formation jumping with them. Um, and also to help coach um, the junior demonstrators. So the juniors who are on the demonstration team as well. Um, so when I was a junior, the seniors were out there watching your accuracy, watching kind of our flow, like how you land. Um, the elegance and, you know, the finesse of the landing, right. right? And so we they gave us advice. So I am anticipating to do the same thing this coming spring break.
1: Okay. Very cool. So I guess like Ryan was talking about, leading into um, graduation, Graduation, yeah. <laughs> yes. What are you looking forward to into the Air Force? What are you hoping to do?
2: Oh, my goodness. So I dropped acquisitions is okay. the job that I have. Um, I just put in base preferences. um uh, Yesterday, actually. So, okay. we're still waiting to hear for that. I put in Vandenberg first because mm-hmm. um, it's close to home, but not too close to home. Yeah. Um, and then I put in Boston second. So, we'll okay. see. But um, my ultimate goal is to go into the medical field. So, I'm applying for a physician assistant school, um, and I don't find out until May. Um, the 2019 ers didn't find out until two days before graduation last Holy year.
1: Cow. Yikes.
2: So it's, it's going to be tooth and nail down to the very yeah. end. But, um, either way I'll be happy. You know, if I go into acquisitions and I'll probably do that for a couple of years and then try to cross train into the medical field. But if I get PA, then I'll be really excited about that too.
0: If you get PA, what will that look like as soon as you graduate?
2: So I'll graduate. I'll move down to Texas. Um, It's an 18-month program of just Mm -hmm. rigorous school and classroom and clinical work is what I've heard. Um, I'll do that. And then for the Air Force, after you graduate from PA school, you go straight into family practice. Uh, You have to do that for a couple years before you go uh, into a different specialty. Ultimately, I like to do orthopedics. Um, That would be – my first choice of specialty
0: would you still be working for the air force during Mm -hmm. all that time yes
2: yes i think i want to stay in for a long time Mm -hmm. um just because going back to that people thing i love the people and i love the mission i just i don't know it's it's a it's another family you know like your your blood family but then you have your brothers and sisters in arms which i think is really special
0: going back one of the first things you said is that you were looking forward to the academy because you wanted that team aspect Mm -hmm. did you find that
2: oh yeah oh, and even more than I thought I would, even more than I thought I would, you cannot get through this place without the people to your left and your right. And, um, to, if there's any listeners out there who are thinking about applying to the Academy, I just, I want to advise you that you may be a hotshot in high school, but this place is, will really humble the the best people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It really will. And, you have to be vulnerable at some points. You have to be willing to ask for help because you cannot survive this place without it. Um, not, I hate the word, like, survive this place because you want to excel yeah. here. Um, but that is very, very hard to do without your people. Like, my closest friends, um, I have, you know, a close girlfriend on the team. And then more um, and Chloe, the ones from, like, prep school, it's, you know, it's, it, I couldn't, I wouldn't be where I am today without them
0: yeah, on that that flip side, you're going to find some of your best friends mm-hmm. going through some of the hardest times together.
2: Yes, absolutely, so. absolutely.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I totally agree with you there. I absolutely experienced that last year um, coming out of high school and then coming here and be like, I need so much more help. Than <laughs> yeah. I, <got."> like, <laughs> yeah. I cannot do this anywhere close to on my own.
2: Yeah,
1: it's um, tough. Yeah, that's a very common common experience. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing too, like you said, that team um, aspect of the military, especially the academy, I think we all kind of have that shared experience in some way whether you're on the wings of blue or you know making a podcast or whatever yeah, I mean, it is yeah. we right. all we all share those same similar cadet experiences that kind of make us right that one team i but guess
0: you're gonna find yourself performing way higher than you ever thought you could mm-hmm. right yeah i mean
1: i passed calculus one and two so
0: <laughs> <laughs> here i am yeah, yeah i passed
1: astro like, oh man what? <laughs> what's next
2: i don't know how i did that but
1: what, uh,
0: what were one of your favorite, like, experiences or memories looking back at your four years of the Academy?
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: You, you can name a couple if you want.
2: Oh, wow. Um, one memory that's popping into my mind is ring dance. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my brother give me my ring. Really? Mm-hmm, I did, yeah. I, he flew out, and he was my date to ring dance, and um, that was really, really special because, you know, like I said, I'm the youngest of four. And my siblings have all influenced me in different ways. But that was a really special moment, um, having someone who means so much to me give me a ring that means so much to me. And that represents and symbolizes so much, so much hard work. And um, even second semester senior year, like a lot of people think, like, oh, that's my time to coast by. But um, this is actually, I would venture to say... um, my hardest semester here really? for yeah so for various reasons but um, I wear my, my class ring almost every day and every time I look at it I'm like reminded of you know all the hard work that it took to get here the hard work that I've put in while I'm here um, and also like what m- is the most important to me like my my brother gave me this ring so it represents my family and inside my ring I have um, my name engraved and then um, parachuting team, wings of blue pit wabs in there. And then my favorite Bible verses in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, just things t- kind of, to get me through. So that moment really means a lot to me. And, um, I tell the juniors, you know, it's only a couple months away. You'll get your rings and then it'll be real. It'll yeah. be real. Like you are seniors. Like you are the leaders at the Academy. People are looking to you now to answer the hard questions. Um, you are the, you know, flight commander, squadron commander, group fan or whatever it may be. Um, which is very intimidating, but it's one of those things like you're never ready until you're in it. And then you got to, you know, sink or swim and you learn as you go.
0: Absolutely. Well, Liv, thanks so much for coming
1: out.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no,
0: you've been so good. Thank you. Always it's has been
2: cool. fun. It's been blessed for sure with different opportunities here at
1: the yeah. Academy. So. Liv, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank really you. appreciate having you. And um, yeah, that's going to wrap up our show for today. Yeah, If it is. you liked it, Head over to 9770 Academy, the official radio station of your United States Air Force Academy, to hear more news and updates about the Air Force Academy. We're just two cadets living life at a different altitude. Sweet.
0: Uh, Yeah, I can sing through my hands. (laughs) (laughs) Joel also is a drummer.
1: Is he? Good, good. Mm -hmm. Well, enough about Ryan. We don't care about him. I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no I but. I care about me. Yeah, so do I. No, he's, he has to be so. Um, but yeah, I want to ask again.